What's up, y'all? It's Deviar. What's up, y'all? It's Jasmine. And welcome back to another episode of Stories of the Streets. As always, Stories of the Streets is sponsored by Change Waco, the new Black Collective, Black Scent, and Rogue Media Network. Um, so this week we're having, this is me and Jazz, you know, y'all's favorite, favorite hosts. And we're kind of just having a smaller conversation about um, political leaders and a little bit of manipulation and just like, games they play you know during these campaign seasons uh specifically what got me wanted to talk about this um was this recent video that came out called 37 seconds and it's by this man that's running for it's a say it's a it's a seat in louisiana um let me get my facts straight real quick before we just yeah gary chambers wants to be u.s senate um representative for louisiana and he put out this video called 37 seconds and it's him and like this uh real clean you know blue suit sitting in some grass somewhere and um he's smoking like a cigar or a backwood or a blunt or something like that and uh and and the point of the video is well the point of the video is him just calling out every 37 37 seconds someone is arrested um or you know whatever for smoking weed and I guess it's kind of a call to action to legalize it, but it's also a hey, you know, go vote for me. <laughs> I'm smoking like y'all, <laughs> so it, just, it was a it was a little weird video. It was kind of funny, but it was kind of really um. We've gotten a lot of stuff recently that just that just speaks to us as people. <laughs> like it's just really funny that that video came out. And I'm like, that's that's funny. Like political leaders trying to get votes by smoking. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like, this is funny. I get his message, but I guess my thing is like. First of all, <laughs> I think that um, the presentation can um, be mis- misguiding. Um, it can it can take away what he's trying to convey. Like what he's saying is very important. Yeah. Um. So basically, he's talking about um, the disproportionate amount of minority people that, you know, are arrested for marijuana as comparison to their white counterparts, yeah. which, okay, that's a good plan, but he's just like, <laughs> the video is funny because yeah, he's like, just him puff, puff, <laughs> I'm not even passing. And he's like sitting in this random field in a suit, just yeah. smoking. And I think that just, I don't even think it's just political leaders. I think it's just leaders in general. I don't yeah. know if you saw that Michael Todd situation the pastor from oklahoma they like like spit on the guy's face and it's like <laughs> they do things because they have the power air quotes yeah um to do things and then we're missing the message yeah. um because it's it's great that you wanted to give a positive message but no, nobody told you to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I'm trying to remain politically correct because we're on the podcast, but like, <laughs> as far as the past situation, and that, it really reminded me of that because he, like, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He literally, oh, like, it was gross. <laughs> and he spit in his hand, and he, his, his message, like this guy, it was a deep message. It said, you know, um, sometimes following God, um, following the vision God gives you gets nasty. Um, we get it. You didn't have to do that. Yeah. Like it was unnecessary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And oh, that wasn't, that's why he's spitting it. I guess that's the point that you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't I just to. felt like there was so many other ways. The same with this guy that you could have executed your point, but you chose. Especially you chose. right now with everything that's going on. Like yeah. We're and I think this was last Sunday. And I was like, <laughs> no. We're at an no concern high. for infectious diseases yeah, at all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's why I'm glad. At least he wasn't put put passing and you know passing his saliva to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like I feel like a lot of times people go overboard with trying to convey the message that they want to give or send to people, yeah. and it's like you don't have to do all of that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just it's too, it's too much. The the visuals and. In the overall message, it did definitely have a real disconnect, and I really didn't realize it until um after it blew up. You know, more people started seeing it, and, you know, putting their perspectives out there and stuff like that, and pointing things out. And I really watched it, and I was just like, yeah, like 
He's just narrating it, and it got subtitles down at the bottom about, you know, the the point of it. He's just puffing. But, yeah, he's just puffing. I'm just like this. And then it, it really brought in, got in perspective for me when my friend sent it to me and was like, this is this is different. Look at this. And I was like, yeah, but that's the point of it. Like, you know, he's, he's, he's bleeding into that rap culture and, you know, everything that's just, you know, real popular right now to get people to pay attention to what, to him. That's the point of it. The, yeah, to not... To almost drown out what he's saying subconsciously to not really pay attention to it. They want he he wants people to focus on him and vote for him. He wants you to remember his name, not really just what he's saying. And the pastor situation blows my mind. I didn't know about that. It's gross. Yeah, I. I and people were defending him. Y'all like, are so quick to tear, and they're gonna they're gonna get mad at this for this episode. Y'all are so quick to tear other black people down, but it's like. My whole thing is there is there are ways that you do things and it's not tearing somebody down for saying, you know, the action that you're committing is not okay. Yeah. And you could have went about it a different way. And it's like I I was very like appalled at everybody that was defending him. We're so quick to cancel and such as the block and I'm like, but that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what color he was, it's nasty. And it was the fact that he had a volunteer for me because I was just like, so another grown man stood there and let you wipe spit on his face. Yeah. And it's and like. And back down his seat. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm just like, I get the message and I understand what you're saying, but your, your, your visual. And I'm, I'm a person like I go to church. It's like, you know, I don't need you with all these props and yeah. these, these presentations in order to get what you're seeing, if yeah. your message is thorough and if your message actually has meaning. Same thing with him. I don't need the visual of you puff, puff, passing to understand that, you know, minority people are yeah. targeted for drugs more than white people are. Yeah. And, you know, like, I guess <laughs> I guess my thing is, like, why, why so much drama? <laughs> why so much drama? And yeah. it's, like, good. It's, it's good that y'all have these messages, which are important messages, but you take away from the importance of the message because what you're doing is distracting. Yeah. And like you said, you know, this is different. This is cool. And it's like, no, because, you know, he's doing this. He's saying this. But how do you know when he gets in this position that he's not going to be the one making sure you get the maximum amount of time? Yeah. So it's just, I don't know, you know, politics make me itch. I think what also didn't play well about the video is the fact that he was able to do it. You know, like there's there's people that every day they can't just go somewhere and sit in the field and spark up. Somebody gonna call the police. The police might just see them doing it, just whatever. And it kind of really enforces that negative idea that people, you know, who are in politics have this power, have this exception to the you rules. Still on the ballot. Do it. <laughs> like, it's like you just gotta do whatever you want to. And Talking about the past reminded me of um, Joel Olstein down in Houston. All the all the, <laughs> all the best it's that he had going on. Yeah. Did you hear about the um, the recent plumber thing? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. always something. And that's why I say, like, they just, these people do what they want to do and they're always forgiven. Oh, but it's it's the pastor. Oh, well, he, you know, they're, they're in our community. They're leading, but they're never held accountable for the things that they do. And I think that's the. That's the larger issue is people always want to forget that at the end of the day, they're still people, they're still human, and yeah. they still do things that are not okay. Oh, I don't know what to say about Joel. It's always something. I'm just like, again. Yeah, yeah, With kind of like when things happen with him, I'm like. Especially because he right what, down there in Houston, right? Yeah, what made you do that, sir? Well, I remember Joel? when uh, they were mad because he went up with the churches when everything was flooding down there. And I was like, you even if you really didn't want to, like you, you should be able smart enough to understand your position and way the world sees you. Like, yeah, go ahead and open the church, even if you don't want to. You know, if you don't, some stir up some mess. I don't understand why. He, I don't think he does. Not a lot of them don't he, care. He doesn't they, care. Yeah, 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 a lot of them they have the money to not care. They, <laughs> oh, what care. it's flooding over there? I didn't know it. <laughs> not flooding in my yeah neighborhood. Mansion. Yeah, over here. <laughs> I think it's just crazy because um, I just left our um, planning meeting for the new black collective. And we were just talking about how people in positions of power manipulate the system so much. And no matter what they do, they still can climb to the top. Cause yeah. we were talking about um, Dunn's numbers and you know, some of the people didn't know what a Dunn's number was. And we were talking about establishing like business credit and things like that. And I was like, this is how rich people stay rich because they don't, 
They don't insert their personal lives. Yeah. <laughs> and so they started talking about Donald Trump and all of the businesses that he's opened. They're like, oh, that's how he... I'm like, yeah, there's there's ways and loopholes. And it's like these people do these things. They're not necessarily right, but because they're not being held accountable, because they're not being penalized for it, they continue to do things that abuse not even just power, but the system that yeah. is supposed to work for all Americans. And I think that's one of the larger issues. Same thing with Joel Osteen. Like, not only are you supposed to be a man of faith, but we know that you are a man of power with money. Yeah. And you don't you don't necessarily do the right things from what we as a public see on the outside looking in. You don't always do the right thing um, or do everything that you could to help others. And I think they, like I said, they just take away. So much. They do. Even that pastor in Oklahoma, Mike Todd, like he just gave away, I don't know if it was like eight million, some millions of dollars to like nonprofits and different things. And then that outreach work was overshadowed by, this one incident. Yeah. And it's like now people are looking at you sideways like or what you you know, the things that you did then were they genuine or and so it's just it's a lot and like you said, people forget who they are yeah. and that people are watching them. Yeah. Even if you're doing something good, that that one thing that's kinda like, um, oh, you a little fishy, yeah. it overshadows everything good that you have done, unfortunately. Yeah. Which could be the same for our organizations as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All it takes is one mistake to blow up big enough and yeah, it could discredit almost everything that you've done. Sometimes it's not sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes it people is. yeah, so some people like Donald needs to be yeah, exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people who do a lot of sick messed up things and when they when karma catches up to them, it's like I can't feel bad for you. But a lot of I think what you had said was uh one thing you said is like the people who got these positions don't do what we feel like they need to. And that's one of the biggest things that pisses me off about political leaders and also um celebrities. Like people who, who just got this crazy amount of money for no reason. That that seemingly has it for no reason, that just does whatever whenever they want to. I'm just like, Y'all could turn around and help you know the rest of us a little bit more like yeah you there's enough there's enough of y'all and there's definitely enough of us <laughs> like to, to seriously get help and i slowly think we're starting to get there to where people are starting to get it like hey we really actually need to pay attention to the people who are in charge because these people really affect our lives on a daily basis but at the same time i think like it doesn't matter who we put in office until we get everything at a foundational level fixed we just gonna keep doing with the same mess because People get into positions of the power and have these families and pass their wealth down and pass their teachings yep. down. <laughs> this is how I did it, and I already got this set up for you. Your name is already attached to this. These things. And I was gonna say, a lot of the problem is that although these these people that are you know enforcing you know systemic racism and things like that, although they're starting to slowly pass away and like filter out, they still have children. They still have grandchildren. And so it's like some of those kids and grandkids don't, you know, have those same sets of beliefs, but a lot of them do. And so it's like, you know, how can you expect someone that was, that's just like us. How can you expect someone that was raised a certain way to understand the lives and ways of other people if they've never been in those shoes? And I think that's one that's one reality that was hard for me to come to grips with. It's like they they don't understand because they never had to live this life. But also, a lot of them don't want to understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, the, that's, the, that's the part that pisses me off. Like, it's they like, don't yeah, yeah. Understand. I understand not experiencing it because the same way for us. There's things that we didn't experience that other people experienced. Never that, been rich and white. Yeah. No clue. There's stuff that now I still, somebody, oh, you never been here? Or you've no. never done that? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I've never heard of that. This is the first time. But, you know, it's, it's just, uh, I'm willing to learn. Like, put me on. Teach me. Let, let me right. try it. Let me hear about it. Let me figure out what it is and I'll decide for myself if I like it or not. There's people on the other side of the tracks that just get off at making fun of it or acting like it's a you know a, a fad and stuff like that. Like and it's really just taking, um, abusing it, not really just accepting it and learning about it. And that's the that's the mind blowing part to me. So how do you not want to? How do you how do you idolize it so much, but you don't really want to appreciate it for what it really is and just really learns the in and out of it? It doesn't make sense to me. I just I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder. Um, I always wonder how they perceive people who are not as fortunate as they are because I know, like, for 
regular people like us, when we see someone homeless, there's a sense of empathy that we feel because we could be them, yeah. literally. Like, we could be them, and it's it's not impossible, and we're not invincible. Yeah. But I always wonder, like, people who are rich, do they just think nothing can happen to them? Or, you know, how do, how do they go about life? And then when it comes to race, I know people are always like, I'm an ally, or... Blah blah blah, and I'm like, but you still could never understand. Yeah. I get it. You don't. No. Yeah. And you're not trying to understand. And I think the thing is, when they say I get it, it's like if we're telling you you don't get it. Yeah. Um, you, you don't. don't get it. Yeah. We can relate on some things, but there are some things that you would never ever know. No. And <laughs> that's just the reality of of it all. And like I said, you know, these kids are growing up. With these ideas, and like you said, the money's already passed down. The position is already passed down. There's no chance for other people sometimes yeah. because they've kept these positions and this money within the family for so long. It's kind of like, this is It's a family tradition at this point. Yeah, yeah, you name, we have your son, and that's going to be the next senator. feel like, kind of sad for him because it's like you don't even have your own. You don't even get to live out your own destiny almost, because yeah. everything that – you do when your life is already pre-planned for yeah. you. And I'm like, dang, sucks for you. Yeah. So it's, it, it makes me think, like, are we really the ones who are bad off? <laughs> or are we the fortunate ones because we get to decide kind of how our know. lives look? Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. Like, there's things on both sides that are sad. But I will say I feel like there is some progression. I won't say that there's a lot. Cause that would be lying. Yeah. <laughs> but I do feel like there is some progression um, in politics in general, because you're starting to see a shift from all white males to not only minority people, but women yeah. being allowed in those spaces, which we well, have never well, seen. Yeah, yeah. And I, to be honest, even growing up as a kid would have never imagined seeing. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. I think our great grandparents would be like, what? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, they live a, a, a black woman in there. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's it's cool to see, but it's also still like, yeah, that's cool, but is this a one and done? Yeah. And I hate feeling like that because even with Obama, I was like, is he gonna be the only black president? Are <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get another one? <laughs> yeah, so I I, I just I think about those things and I try to see things from all sides because I'm just like, yeah, you know. They don't understand. Then I'm like, some of them don't even try to understand because they try to tell us our experience. And I think that's the problem. You try to tell us our experiences when we're telling you, no, no. Yeah. You, yeah. Don't, you don't know the. I'll sit there and try to invalidate the way I feel. Like you can't, you don't, you don't get it. Like you simply you don't know don't the capacity and the depth of all of this stuff. So. And I feel like, I feel like speaking on race um, and speaking on black people in general, or just, we'll just say minorities. Minorities are given the. The, the rep of being less fortunate so often that even when people on the other side of the tracks, white or minority, because we do have some people that have been fortunate their whole lives who are minorities and they think a little bit more privileged themselves because they've been privileged. But when they even taste a, a, an inch of, they, if, if they even get a taste test of struggle, they're, oh, I get it. I, I've been there before. I've almost had my car repossessed and I've almost had this and that. And it's like, why I got to be that? Like why? Like why? That's why. And maybe I'm not talking about that. Maybe that's you know. Maybe you're not. Maybe there's other stuff you just don't get. Like you don't know what it's like to go inside a place and get followed, or go somewhere and be loud, but get the police called on you. But other people have been there and been louder, and they're fine the entire time. Maybe even got more people to join in. Like you know, this is issues. Like this weird, weird stuff that's been set from the jump. And one of my little favorite. Um, I guess like psychoanalysis. I don't even know if that's like a good description of it, but somebody was like, "Why do black people um like disperse a lot when they like when we link up and run? You know, run when we laugh a lot together and then you know, people kind of separate." Um, and there was the person was like, "What if that's like a thing that we just kind of like subconsciously pass down from like slavery, like of being together and then like." Maybe getting loud and then separating because we're you know I never afraid. thought about that. Yeah, we're afraid that um you know the masters coming back, so that you know all the slaves will just you know run and disperse and like hide and just you know kind of be quiet because they're really loud. Yeah, yeah, I saw it and I was just like, I don't. Can somebody study this? Like, I was like <laughs> that's really <laughs> sad. We, and I really like 
That's a good point, though, because I've always felt like, it, I don't know, and it upsets me. I feel like black laughter bothers people. Yeah. It's as if we can't do it. Like it's something wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a moment of laughter. Yeah. And it's like a lot of times at restaurants, I get pissed off because there'll be a table full of white women cackling and hee hee ha ha and nothing, no looks. Yeah. But if a black family or a black group of people do that, Everybody's looking at them crazy. Um, waiters, waitresses. Um, we had a complaint. Can you guys yeah, please yeah, keep it down? Yeah, let you me know? know. And it's very upsetting because I'm just like, why? Like, why does that subconsciously bother you? Yeah. Like, it's it's really crazy because you see it happen so often, and you never think anything of it. But it's like, why can't we sit and laugh together yeah. without there being an issue? Because just like you get tickled, we get tickled yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and it's so crazy because I never, ever thought about that. Because, but that may possibly be it, the yeah, reason yeah. why we do that. Because imagine being in the field laughing and you hear something rustling in the whip. Yeah. Thrashing in the air. Like, you don't, you don't that's off, you. nuts. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you yeah. can't hit us all in one. No, so that's yeah, been yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's you can make light of it because we're not there. But that's terrifying. That you can't laugh because you're so scared to be happy yeah. that you're gonna lose your life. Yeah. Like that's just that's nuts. That's really sad. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what in the world? I'm like, was, dang, I never thought about that. No, never thought about it. It was sad, but it also kind of like a call for me. I was like, I never. It made sense. I never thought about. It. Yeah, I was like, you know, I really does make sense. I, I could if, if people can study this, and if data came out, or like, yeah, that's one hundred percent the reason why we some people do that. Well, some black people do that. I, I'd be like, I believe it. I completely believe it. Like it makes sense. And even if we're not running. Or like separating, like we're falling different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a little bit of so separation. Yeah, it's so instinct. Like it, it's, but like, it's just like that's so mind blowing because yeah. we, like, we do have those habits. Yeah, and it's like, dang, like, yeah. <laughs> really? I, I think I heard of another one too. I just can't think of it right now. There's a bunch of cool little facts I found out about. Uh, well, not really cool, but just like. Thing that's, that's that's mind blowing the lengths that we went to kind of to survive. Like the first time I found out that um, slaves used to like braid maps into each other's hair and stuff like and that to try to yeah to try to yeah to eat to, rice or seeds. See, I didn't know about that. I didn't know. I remember hearing about people putting rice, but I never knew they used to do it to try to have like food while they were yeah they know, did. <laughs> that's real. It's crazy because everything was a means of survival. Yeah, and I would have been in, we would have got caught because. <laughs> I can't, I'm not, I don't know how to read no brains. <laughs> <laughs> I tell people all the time, so we might not be perfect right now. Like, everything might not be 100% great, but um, I'm glad we're not in hunter-gatherer area no, of the time. But I, I wouldn't never made it. I wouldn't have made it. I'm scared of animals. <laughs> I wouldn't have made it. I wouldn't have made it. You want me to do what? <laughs> Imagine you hopping you? on your horse and, like, going through a trail to get somewhere. Like, I, uh, uh, Harriet, it is dark, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't have known what to do, nah. what to do. It's just so it's so mind blowing. Like the fact that they were able to come up with these things in order to make it. Yeah. Like them following the stars. Hey, listen, they all look the same to me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That, but that's amazing to me because for them to not have been afforded the opportunity to education and different things like that. I really think that that's remarkable for them to be able to come up with their own form of communication. Yeah. They got away. When you said, I think <laughs> sing, uh, have, have a different codes through song and stuff like that. Like yep. that's, that's, that's mind blowing. I don't remarkable. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cause I was like, Oh my God. And then I think a lot, like how did they even yeah. come up with, I guess survival of the fittest, yo, you you figure it out when you want to make it. Yeah. But I always think about those things, like how did they know to do these things? Like, how how did you know that braiding hair and putting seeds in it would Work. make you food later on? Yeah. <laughs> or how did you know where you were going with yeah. the stars? Yeah. Follow the drinking guard. I'm able to remember the route to braid in somebody's hair. I, I, to, to braid into somebody's hair. Like, how did you? I kind of did it. I, I have really a lot of questions. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm always like, and y'all didn't lie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I would have. They'd be disappointed now. <laughs> They'd be probably disappointed now. Um, y'all don't know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you sure right. Yeah. That's so crazy though. And I just I really think that, you know, just reflecting on the things that they had to endure that is really it really shows how they were more in tune, not just with themselves, but with each other yeah. and with their spirituality and things like that, because it's no way. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. no way that we they just like that could right. Yeah. Because there's no no sense of unity really. Outside of certain topics, which we still aren't all unified on those no. fronts. Mm-hmm. And not even just unity um on topics, but just unity within our own families and things like that, like the family structure and things like that. It's just we wouldn't we wouldn't make it today. No. That during that time. Wouldn't have. I'm trying to think, um lost my train of thought. <laughs> I think I was thinking about um hair and stuff like that and just uh I don't know, it made me think about um that movie there's a horror movie that's about slavery and called Intabellum. That movie is interesting. Uh, have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't. I can't finish it. I need to. I need to finish it. I didn't know what was happening at first. Okay, yeah. That's like I had to really pay attention to that movie because I was just like, "Is she here? Or is she there?" Yeah, I, I really didn't know where she like the the previous. Well, I made gathered me... that she was having a dream. Okay, <laughs> because I was like, "This is like," because at first I thought she was like teleporting. Yeah, and I was like, "How you a slave in a?" A modern lady. I didn't know what was happening at first, but I just told myself she was having a dream <laughs> so rem- that I could understand what, what was, was going, going on. on. <laughs> I remember seeing the preview, and it seemed like it was some kind of, yeah, time teleport thing going on where she was in modern day and then kept getting sent back to, or got sent to, like, slavery times, trying to post to figure out her way back to modern times. I'm like, okay, this would be cool. Yeah, and she and, was a feminist. Okay. So it was... Different. Yeah. The role fit Janelle very well. <laughs> it was different, but it was a very good movie. I just did. I I may need to watch it again, but I just couldn't understand in the beginning what was happening. Yeah. And then I saw her looking like us, and I was like, we need I'm some clothes from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking about it because I was thinking about the shift just in general in terms of, um like, slavery and stuff like that. Like, I feel like there's a, a huge push away from it like there's some people who are like we don't want to see movies and tv shows and stuff about slavery no more we want to kind of just see other things like today um i found out that like a younger martin lawrence was supposed to be in a tv show that would have came out in the 80s and it was about um a black family and they were like wizards or wizards uh witches stuff like that yeah it was called oh. um a little bit a little bit strange I think it was called, the family was called the Masters. That's their name. They were called the Masters. And, yeah, each family member, the mom, dad, um, you know, and the kids all had different little powers and stuff like that, but they never picked to show up. And um, there was this tweet that I saw, and it was like, uh, you know, I'm, I don't want to see more movies about slavery. Slavery, I want to see, you know, black vampires and witches and stuff like that. Like, people kind of don't want to just keep seeing the same stuff over and over. And that's and fair. That's fair, but I feel like with us not knowing everything i'm still open for more interpretations that tell people more about what went on back then i just kind of want different stories like one of my favorite um slavery movies of recent like memory other than Django, is a uh the birth of a nation and it's a movie about um nat turner and his rebellion and stuff like that and i thought that was a that was a really good movie because you're not really just watching black people get beat the whole two hours you're watching. I think that's the part that people don't want to see. Yeah, the I feel like if they told the different narratives, if they told the people's actual Stories. glory, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, it wouldn't be so bad. But I do agree. Like I'm tired of people getting with. Like Just we've seen enough. Yeah, yeah, don't. Don't and need to see anymore. That 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 feels so uncomfortable for me just watching it because a lot of times when I watch movies and TV shows, I take myself out of it because it's funny. Like you know, you see, like think about superhero movies and they're but doing poses and stuff like that. And you know, it's not like that when they're filming. It's just a guy in a suit, you know, doing that. And with slavery movies, it's a guy in a, in a costume. Personal. Yeah, and it's, it's like how you because I'd be like, okay they with it. Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't be me like that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would have got a little bit mad, like if I was actually filming. Like, nah, we can't, we can't do this. Like, we gotta rewrite or something like this, because I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I can play the role. Yeah, go to. I don't. Yeah, I'm not a 
Mm-mm. I feel abused um, watching. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. I feel abused watching, and I'm just like, no, no, thank you, because yeah. I would have to beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> so it Master. works. If you're, trying to, if you're trying to piss people off, like, you're, you're getting what you want, but... We don't, I feel like we have too many stories just kind of telling the same story about slavery over and, and stuff over. like that. It's a different character getting beat. Yeah. And then that's, but that's how it feels. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's really how it feels. And I think that's the part that people don't want to want to see. Like it's yeah. it because it is redundant at this point. Yeah. We had enough um, of, of roots. Yeah. 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 People get mad because I tell them I don't want to watch Roots. I don't. I have no desire to. It's long. Yeah. There's too many. Yeah. <laughs> and it's depressing. Yeah. Real sad stuff. I don't. I, I, I've I have not seen the new one. I think I saw the old one a long time ago. I don't even know if I finished it or not. That was like but. a series. And I appreciate Alex Haley for his work because, you know, that, that wasn't important for us to see and know yeah but i don't want to watch it <laughs> sometimes it's like that sometimes, sometimes stuff just need to be watched once and you can't yeah. really go back to it like, they had us watch again. it in middle school and i was oh, wow. like i don't i don't know i don't know if this is you know I, I have no desire to see things like that and then i think another part that was kind of upsetting for me is when you know they were whipping him and telling him his American name and he yeah. was telling them his native name was Kunta and they're like, your name is Toby. Yeah. His name is Kunta, like his mama said. Yeah. And so, like, those things, I get offended by those things because still to this day, like, people asking me how to spell my name. Yeah. That's, a, that's crazy to me. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I don't know if that's childish or petty of me, but that's nuts. And I'm just like, what do you mean? Yeah. But just the fact that that's still something that we have to deal with, like, my name is what it is. It's not hard. And if you try hard enough, you knew your syllables and your your vowels and your consonant sounds, you would know how to say my name. And I try not to get ugly like that, but I don't like that because it's like that stems from slavery as well. You don't get to call me what you want to call me. Like, how do you spell your name? Like, what do you think? Calling me, <laughs> and I've literally I've started saying Jasmine like the flower. Yeah, because what what do you what? Yeah, yeah. J S M I N E. What? What yeah. do you mean? Yeah. And see that that makes me get like defensive because I'm like, there's n- nothing less and nothing more for me to tell you than that. I I've really had gotten tired of the whole. Um, I know they messed your name up. Yeah, no, 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 plenty of times. My name Devar. Yeah, DV. DVR and don't even get started on the spelling. Like people don't know there's an apostrophe there, and I don't, I don't use it all the time. Just depending on what I'm writing or whatever I'm doing. But yeah, there's an apostrophe there, and some people don't, you know, they forget about that or don't know that. And I don't, I hate the whole like ghetto name like narrative. Like people just, yeah, it's a collection of letters. You know, like you can't really make like what, what is a ghetto name? Sometimes there's too many syllables, but you know, this to each its own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know because. But what I've learned is like. Since I've gotten older and I've looked, because I like, I don't know, I like names. Yeah. And so I look at the origins of a lot of stuff. A lot of the things that they tell us are good on names don't even come from where they think come from. I'm like, this yeah. is Irish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so I and guess so the Irish people are good on You know, and like different, different variations of names and stuff. And people just associated anything that's blackness with being ghetto that kind of bothers me but our names that that really gets under my skin especially when my mom didn't get creative at all (laughs) all of us have common names (laughs) (laughs) and i think for me when people start seeing my name and my little brother's name wrong i was like hell yeah, yeah, like you're Jasmine adding, and Jeremy. You're adding something to it, like because you, now you being funny. How do you spell J A J E R apostrophe? Like, what did you, why? Like, why you no? Like, it's Jeremy. I just J A Z. No, J S. It gets, but it it just. It, I think that people do it subconsciously. Like they don't even know that they're doing it until we get offended. Yeah, and I'm like. And they're they're most worried what about. I do. Yeah, they're most worried about you being offended. Why are you? I didn't mean it like that. Instead of 
taking a look at themselves for a second. Okay, why? Why, why did you I just think ask? That? Yeah, yeah. Why? Why did I? Why did I ask if I'm, I'm so in the right way? Why not just assume that it's a because. To be honest, like there's a lot of names that I cannot pronounce, and I tell everyone before I pronounce your name wrong, can you please tell me how to say yeah. your name because I don't want you to feel like this is another person that is offending me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I tell people that, especially with the work that I do, I tell everybody, please tell me how to pronounce your name because I don't want to call you the wrong name because I know how it feels. Yeah. And it's like for us to even have to give any disclosures like that, it's like that's kind of messed up. Me being the Jasmine, yeah. like, <laughs> it's real messed up. It really don't. It, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So those those movies, yeah. I can see why people don't want to see that yeah. because for me, like that took me on a whole rant. Just that they call him Toby when he <laughs> said his name is Kunta. He yeah. said it clear as day. Yeah, yeah. And it's like those types of things are triggering for us because we're still going through those things. Yeah. We're not getting it's whipped. Different variations right and we're not getting physically whipped but then there are systems set in the place that are whipping us and we can't you know have access to certain things so i can totally understand but like i said if they focus more on these characters glory i feel like it would be better because i don't feel like kunta just had a bad day every day you know and it's just i i don't know i don't watch it I don't think I watched Django. I tried, and as soon as it came on, and I heard click, 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 click. <laughs> no, because if it's a horse, it's gonna be something, and yeah. I just don't. Um, we're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> if I hear a horse clicking any type of way, I'm turning off. If it got anything to do with black people back in the day, and I hear clicking of any type yeah. of hoof, I gotta go <laughs> because you gotta, you I'm gotta triggered. Go. I, I, you gotta. I'm gonna push you for Django. You gotta go back and re- watch Django only because Django is just like. He's a cowboy, okay, or I guess better yet, a bounty hunter. So, after we get through the 20, 30 minutes of him actually being a slave, he's free, and the rest of the movie is him going after his wife, and his wife is Carrie Washington, and it's all sweet and stuff. And it's bloody, yeah. it's bloody, bloody movie. Turned them off within the first three minutes. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie, I was like, click. That's click, some click. funny parts, too. I like Django. Yeah, I, I just, I think I got to the point to where. I'm not the type of person that is desensitized, yeah. and so certain things I'm like, don't want to see it. No, Bro. I'm like, you're y'all are nuts. Yeah. Like, there's something wrong with you. And I, I really take personal when people play certain roles. Like, if you're the aggressor, yeah. Like, I still don't trust Michael Ely because he dropped <laughs> those babies out that window on yeah. for color girls, yeah. and I'm like, you. that was a movie I was gonna bring up where I said I can't really rewatch it. Like, I can't really. We watched I don't of, trust him. Yeah. And I don't trust that that dude from Why Did I Get Married, Mike. <laughs> I don't trust him. And it's like, I don't want to watch anything else you're in because yeah. I don't need you to disappoint me again. <laughs> and I know that that is childish. Yeah. But I'm like, like that you play this one. Because I think what, what bothers me is they become this one, one-way actor. And they always migrate to roles like of, that. Yeah. And that is when I can't separate the actor from yeah, the movie. Role. Or they play their role just too well. Yeah, yeah. Something wrong with Yeah, yeah. You, I saw a picture of Michael Ely with his kids this week and I said, call CPS. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> get the children away from him because he's dangerous and he can't be trusted. And it's like, that's crazy. But even when, like, with LeVar Burton, the guy that played Kunta, yeah. that. I can't see him as anything else because you did that too well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seely, it's forever Seely. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. those types, of, and that movie is horrible, by the way. Uh, Color Purple. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, I haven't seen Color Purple in a long time either. I watched it last week, and I was just like, this is not okay. Like it bothered me for yeah. the first time in my life, and I don't know if it's because I'm more aware of things being issues, yeah. but it really like it genuinely bothered me. I bet. No, when I realized that movie was directed by Steven Spielberg, I was like I didn't know that until the credits came Yeah, I was like, I was like Steven Spielberg Steven. directed the color purple. So I didn't I didn't know that. Like why why is that a bigger deal for more people? I was like, I didn't know that. This is a really weird thing to me. I saw his name and I had the same thought. I was like, now Steven, what did you <laughs> have to do with this? <laughs> Oh, that kills me. It just, it's, it's weird. Yeah. And I think another thing is when there are people, white people directing things like that, I'm like. I, th- I really think that we should be um, 
the the main force behind like our stories. Like it's okay to to throw in a black character and do the best you can, <laughs> you know, to, to represent that character as a part of the ensemble, you know, story you telling. But if you're doing a story that's like where the character isn't colorblind, where the story is based around that person being a person of color, that person, a person of that color, should probably be the driving force behind that story. That that goes for like. Asian stories, Hispanic, Mexican stories, blacks, so like all of that, Indian stories and American stories. I feel like a person of that descent should be the driving force behind it because they're going to be the best ones that can relate to it. And they'll be able to add a certain personal flair or just motivation to tell the story that the person who's got the paycheck won't be able to do. They're just not going to get it. Like yeah, how we were talking about earlier, they're just not going to get it. Because Steven threw me off. <laughs> I was just like, wow. Like, I never knew that. I always assumed that Oprah directed that movie. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I, when I, I when I was growing up, I thought Tyler Perry did it for that many. For as much as he referenced that 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 movie and parodied in different plays and stuff all day, and Tyler Perry direct the color purple. Like, how's he able to just reference this nah, movie? He so wasn't much? even around. He, he's sitting it there just, hoping they let him remake it. That's what he's trying to do. Dude. I hope not. I hope not too. Because their hair is going to be horrible. <laughs> the sets, everything. Oh my God. I just could not imagine. I no. I hope not ever. Please don't. Nobody give him any ideas. No. Bring it back, with deal. Just come to Netflix. Oh my God! I Next saw. Month. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and see, just black cinema. It needs to be black cinema. I really feel like a a lot of <laughs> a lot of things bother so many of us because, like you said, if it's our own people and we're we're telling the story, then it's different. Yeah. But when you are looking at the credits like I did, and I saw Steven Spielberg, I was like, Steven, why mm. were you on set? Not, you know, not that you couldn't be there, but why were you mm, on yeah. set on set? <laughs> like, that, that's a lot. Yeah. Because it's like you're telling, like you said, you're telling us how to be black. You're telling us how to play out something. Or how we should feel or what the situation was like, and you don't really. More tears, whoopee. <laughs> like, you know, it's just, that's. Oprah, yeah, look more, look more pitiful. Like I just, I don't know. Like my mental can't, <laughs> I, I can't wrap my it. mind yeah. around that because yeah. I would be like Stephen, like okay, just hold the camera and <laughs> just, just help him figure out the shots. We gonna we gonna do it. Like just just stay over there. We got yeah, it. it's just that's really wild to me, and I thought that I was tripping because when I seen his name, I did like. The yeah. ghetto neck roll. <laughs> I was like, Steven, yeah, what, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here? E.T.? What is he like, yeah, yeah. What you doing? But I think that those those are the small aspects that people neglect. Yeah. And those are the things that are bothersome to all of us because it's like, I can't come on The Godfather or whatever and tell them how to be Italian. Yeah. I can't come on whatever. I don't even know really. Just, yeah, just different. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that right there. I can't tell you. I can't come on your set and tell you be more white. Yeah, that sounds really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does that mean? Like, yeah, what does that mean? <sighs> Define that for me. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can do that, but tell me what you want me to do. Like, what does that look like? It's you? really crazy. It's really you know, it's bothersome and to say the least. That's the that's the good and bad thing about art. And we talked about that thing a little bit when Jordan came on. I was like, it's it's subjective. Like somebody can watch it and love it and think it's the best thing ever and somebody right next to them can watch it and hate it and think it's the worst thing. And people thing ever. love the color purple. Yeah. I don't or, like anything about sugar every saying, I have married now. Yeah. <laughs> I has like and I know that that was the language of the time, but that's not funny to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And see Especially people if you don't play it for laughs. Right. And people laugh at the language and because in our own people, like they laugh at the language and things like that. And take it in so much and then start repeating it and using it and people start thinking it's okay and using it towards you and stuff like that. And it's like, no, like yeah, I don't know who you were around that you thought that was cool, but do that around them. Like it's not right. that, that's another thing you thinking this everybody does it just because of And certain I think it's group the ignorance too of not knowing that it's wrong to to mock them yeah. and they that they didn't know any better because yeah. i'm just like this this is like i really was like this is nuts yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. just watch that movie is horrible <laughs> that movie is horrible because i was just like i it never dawned on me that when those girls were with mister as they call him yeah. they were young girls and he was grooming them or having sex with them or whatever and then one day she woke up an adult in the bed with him and i was like 
Whoa. Yeah. Like yeah. what? How we get here? Why? Why? But he had been like he had been. You know, he tried to rape her sister, and she was trying to go to school, and he was trying to rape her. Like yeah. these are, and I I never. Like I just never just paid attention. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because really I'm just because people are always like, I love color purple. Yeah. That movie funny. It's that movie is not funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's disturbing. It's really a horror story. Like yeah, I just, just like, kind of missed, <laughs> missed the memo. And I'm just like, am I thinking too much into it? But I'm like, no. Like this man was sleeping with these young girls, although it was quote unquote acceptable. Then it's not okay, and I don't want to. Like I was like, yeah. I want to romanticize this. Yeah. Yes, Make and it's it's nothing funny. Yeah. And let me stop giving you views because <laughs> <laughs> this is not okay. And yeah. it's like it's it's very sad because that was the reality for a lot of people. A lot, yes, especially young black girls back then. Because if they weren't being, you know, um, violated by a master, then they still had to worry about that same violation in their homes. Somewhere else, yeah. And it's just like I I was just mind blown. Yeah. I was like. It never done on me because I guess I wasn't paying attention because when you're younger, you see things and you don't see them. Yeah. But like I said, with age, you understand things better. And I'm like, Way this better. man is a creep. And that, that trickles into today. There's still black women and women in general that speak out on things and people just don't listen. Like I Terry Solomon was trending the other day because another person that came out and um said that he sexually harassed her. And people have been... Ever, so ever since more and more people have come out and said that about Trey Songz, people are like, but Kiki Palmer said it first. Like, why didn't y'all listen to Kiki Palmer when she first said it way, way back? Yeah, like way, way back in the gap. Why didn't y'all listen to her? So it's just like, it just trickles. Like, it, it, we I remember a, seeing the video of when he made Megan uncomfortable. He was trying to force her to drink alcohol, and she was like, no, I'm good. And he was yeah. just like, drink, drink, I'm like, yeah, yeah. sir. If you don't sit down, yeah. like she should have kicked him. She <laughs> had every right to. <laughs> and it's like I heard, um, I heard Kiki. I was actually that was yesterday. I was watching a video when they say she didn't believe the R. Kelly accusations at first because he was like her mentor. Yeah. And it wasn't until the Trey Song situation happened that she started taking it seriously. Uh, yeah. What people were saying about R. Kelly, and she was like. I have to stand with my sisters because this happened to me. But she was just saying um, something happened. They were somehow together, um, party or something like that. And she felt so uncomfortable. She went and hid in the closet and Trey opened the closet and was laughing at her. And I'm like, yeah, yeah you need to be in jail, sir. Yeah. It's probably jail, probably uh, prison because we don't know what you've done. But you, you at least need to be booked if you've. You violated this yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. And she didn't say that anything like just happened to where she was actually like touched or anything, but she said that she was like sexually harassed and he was laughing about it. And I'm like, that's not funny. No, <laughs> it's nothing funny about that. Especially for his side, he claiming to be her friend and stuff like that. Like, right. Not gonna do that and that's yet. what she said. I thought that was my friend. Yeah. And yeah. that's really the that's part the that's not. The part about it. Yeah. Someone supposed to help back you up and almost protect you in situations. Not even almost protect you in situations. And you like being that. a creep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Along with the dude that, that did it. Like, and I saw it. another girl, um, that girl that was on Twitter. Is that who you were talking about? She like Probably. made a tweet. Yeah. And she was talking about so. him. I yeah, so, yeah, I saw yeah. her like last week. And I showed my boyfriend and I was like, here's another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming out about, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, they're not lying. Oh, yeah, Everybody's I mean, not lying on him. Or she was like, I, I can't hold it no longer. Or stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 I can't remember who it was. But yeah. Yeah. These people, back to people with power and money, they think they can do whatever they want to do. And people just have to Wise accept up it. This, yeah. It's but just, huh. That's on the other side who can't get away with doing whatever you want to do. We're going to have to. Life sentences really, forever. <laughs> literally, we're going to have to try to come together as fast as possible and figure out something. I, I, I downloaded TikTok this week. for you know Finally downloaded TikTok this week. And I was going through the comments on one of the videos because I didn't feel on, like, black TikTok and, like, conspiracy TikTok. And, like, you know, <laughs> like, dry humor, like, people getting hurt and stuff like that. I'm on that side of TikTok. And on one of the videos that I watched, um, they were talking about just, like, the way that society is and stuff like that. And... Uh, one of the things that the guy said in the video reminded me of something that we were talking about earlier, but he was just like, people can live a whole life that you know nothing about. And that, that blows my mind to me. And uh, 
I don't know. This kept the point of the video. He just mentioned that, but the point of the video was just like how fake and messed up everything is. Like he's like, you can't go outside and get food off a tree. You got to buy it. You know, water. If you go find water out in nature, it's not clean. And clean water, you got to buy it. Like everything is set up to. It's weird. Yeah, it's a weird. <laughs> like who who decided that? Like who? Yeah, y'all. We could, we're gonna get Creeps. the fruits of the labors <laughs> from the land by paying for it. We're gonna have a whole system, rich and poor system set up. And somebody in the comments was like, "Okay, so when are we gonna plan the like, the 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 rebellion? Like when are we just gonna stop stop paying taxes, stop working, stop doing everything?" Because everybody that, stops. What can they do? What they you can't punish everybody. It's like you can't. So what what when 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 are we gonna do? Like we we're all on social media and stuff. You can you can meet somebody that lives in California right now, and in two weeks y'all could actually see each other face to face. Like, when is every, when, when are we gonna do it? Like, I'm down. Like, y'all like, somebody planning, and I'm down. Uh, I remember when people were talking about raiding um, Area 51, and <laughs> that, that killed me. I was like, I feel like people gonna do it too. I feel like people I really like gonna show gonna up. Die. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> were, but um, that was gonna be a small enough group to where they feel like they could take them out and be okay, or at least take out some of them, and everybody ran back, and then, you know, little casualties or whatever, but yeah, that, that, that's that's my mindset right now. Like, when when are we gonna really put our foot down and just um, say no? Because if we, if there's a nice abundance of us understanding that this isn't this isn't right, and a lot of stuff that's going on isn't right. When are we actually gonna do something about it and get it fixed? I never forget that story about that lady in um, Israel. I think it was, um, and how when everything was going on in their country and stuff like that, she said that everybody in like her city had just started walking. They just stopped what they were doing, stopped going to work, stopped all that stuff, and just started walking. And eventually so many people joined and were just walking down streets that trucks weren't able to deliver stuff and people weren't going to work. And basically they just shut down the government in a way, like, hey, we're, we're just walking. Like, you know, we're not doing nothing that you want of us until y'all fix these issues we have. And they got the results they wanted. So, you know, whenever, whenever America ready, you know, we can <laughs> get this stuff started. Yeah, I was looking for this quote. I don't know if you watched the miniseries on Netflix called Behind Her Eyes. I don't think so. But um, <laughs> then you need to. Okay. Let's okay, okay. Like. <laughs> what is it about? Um, About astral projection. Okay. So basically, he. this. this Didn't leaving the body and stuff like that. Just yes, so, yeah. but it was kind of twisted a little <laughs> bit. And I was just like. Yeah. Okay, but one of the the characters, um, he was married to like the main character, mm. and he knew something was wrong with her, but he couldn't really put his finger on it. And he asked a lady that he had an affair with because yeah. she was driving like she was nuts. Um, he asked her, "How do you know if you know everything about a person?" Like you were saying, people could live these different lives, you don't know that. And she told him, "You'll never know." <laughs> she said, "You can never know everything about a person you go mad trying to." Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, that's true. It's really true. <laughs> these people, because literally, like, she wasn't living a double life, but she had a soul that wasn't hers inside yeah. of her, and he knew, but he didn't know that he knew. But he, like, he knew just, something was up. Yeah. yeah, because he said, looking in her eyes wasn't the same. Yeah. And it just reminded me, like, when you said that, I was like, that that movie, um, whatever, miniseries, yeah. more like a movie to me. But that was really crazy because it, it kind of put a lot of stuff into perspective. So, basically, the guy that was still in bodies, mm -hmm. he was a junkie. He didn't have money. And he met this girl in rehab who was rich and all of this stuff. And he wanted her life. Mm -hmm. And, like you said, you know, like, being on the outside looking in, he's – looking at her life, and he's like, I want that. I'm never going to lose that. So he did whatever it took to keep the man that he thought <laughs> provided that life. Yeah. And it was just crazy. And I'm just like, people are really like, people do this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was just like, this is, when you said, you know, you never truly because you don't. Because he was trying to figure out, like, where are these habits coming from? Because the lady was a nice, sweet lady, but he took his, who he was, yeah. like, you who who you are at the core is what's going to stick. Yeah. So he even though he was switching bodies, he took his his personality, who he was at the very core of him, it kept transferring to different people. Like you're mean and ugly, you're a prick. Yeah. And you doing heroin. Yeah. And so like he was trying to figure out like where'd you get these habits from? Yeah. And why are you so evil and mean thinking that she just lost her mind? But it's like 
A little more to it. And now I think that people be doing that for real. Because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> did you get your body stolen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it just made me think of that because I was like really like trying to watch those episodes and think about how we are as people and how people, like we said, you don't understand and you think something is good, but you get there and you're unhappy with yeah. it. Or you get there and you try to make sense of something that you can't relate to because that's not your walk of life. Yeah. And that's not. No, you're not supposed he to. He took over a black woman's body <laughs> and was like, oh, I got to get used to this voice. Wait, what does that mean? And I was like, sir. It's a voice. Well, you should have stayed on your side of the fence. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. and he was just, it was just crazy. But I, I was going to bring it up when we were talking about how, you know, people try to say, I understand. Yeah. You just stole the whole body and you still don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> you still don't get it. And it's like that, if that's a, I don't know, if every 51 exists, like, yeah. I don't know what exists. But if <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a thing that can happen, it's like, you know, stop trying to make sense of something that's not meant for you to make sense of. It was never made, it was never made for you to be rich and pretty. And it was never made for you to be a black woman. Yeah. So first and foremost, you're, you're a man who's lived as a man. So you trying to transfer to things that are not your anatomy that you've never experienced and yeah. you don't aspire to experience outside of the life that they have, not the bodies. Yeah. Stay, you should stay in your body. <laughs> and it's so it's crazy. You need to watch it. It was so crazy. Is it behind her eyes. Yes, behind her eyes. Mm -hmm. It kind of creeped me out a little bit. Yeah. I knew something was wrong because she kept like being twitchy. And, like <laughs> I was like, "You're what's up with this girl? Something wrong with you?" Yeah. I found a quote from Annabellum too. I was looking for it, but I couldn't find it. Um, <laughs> and she said, "She said, you know, I learned very quickly that black people, black women in particular, we're expected to be seen and not heard." Goes back to our laughter. <laughs> Or we risk being perceived as threatening to the patriarchy or God forbid we continue to be to get branded as the angry black woman. So the coping persona has been this mode of survival for generations of oppressed people. What I also learned through those experiences within our authenticity lies our real power. And that's even in those environments which by design demand our complete and total assimilation. And that that's why I said like you have to go back and watch that movie too because it was confusing. Yeah. But, like, that's one thing that I took from that movie because I was like, dang, it's kind of true. And so when you brought up us dispersing as we laugh, yeah. I was like, dang, like. What else could have got passed out? Right. Like, yeah. and that, that movie really made me think because I think that it was a back and forth between her being Veronica. Mm -hmm. this I think she was, like, a CEO or something like that. Yeah. And then Antebella and the Slave, I was like. I have to get it yeah, <laughs> and I yeah, have to yeah, understand yeah. what's going on and what's being said. But I really feel like that, like that quote put a lot into perspective for me because we are supposed to be seen and not heard. And we are thought to have to assimilate to everything around us. But like we were talking about with Jordan, like our authenticity is what makes us stand out yeah. and what makes us visible. And so it's like <laughs> these movies, they're movies, but you have to take, they're not for just entertainment. Um, like I said, like I've really been like paying attention to what I'm watching. Yeah. And getting the message because really right, the color yeah. purple has to get off <laughs> my TV forever. Yeah. But like things that I can take lessons from and understanding um what's going on in those movies or those T V shows, like how do we apply that to real life? Because there's a lesson in everything and I just I think that's the end I'll be all like there's always a lesson in whatever we're watching. It's crazy and funny as it may seem, if you sit there and you pay attention, you'll get the message. Yeah, yeah. Even the message, even if the message is something stupid or something just simple. Right. Like enjoy life or whatever. Like it, it's it's in there somewhere. Um, the hour. I didn't even know we were Yeah, we just been talking. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went from about the candidates and stuff over to movies and stuff a little bit. Um, Then got a little real world-ish. Nice little episode uh you got anything else no that's all, all right, no, i can cool. sit here and talk all day <laughs> talking about this <laughs> um all right then. as always i'm david R. and i am jasmine um you can follow us at stories of the streets underscore on instagram and uh, you can email us at stories of tha streets at gmail.com if you're interested in coming on the show and thank y'all for listening yeah Thank mm -hmm. you.
This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Podcast.